Good morning, and thank you for joining us for another Sales and Marketing Fry Talks. Every second Friday, we share insights, best practices, and anecdotes from technology companies. And today, our guest is Evgenia Chernetskaya, CMO at Microsoft, responsible for marketing execution in 24 countries of Central and Eastern Europe. Welcome, Evgenia. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. I'm happy to join to join you today and thank you guys for joining i hope this would be a useful interesting session yeah we're also looking forward to learn from you because uh, why we invited evgenia so you probably know that microsoft is uh, one of the um, probably best companies uh, in terms of the enterprise uh, sales and marketing and i think there are a lot of things we all can learn from them, how to really engage customers, how to really structure your processes, uh, sales uh, tactics, and so on and so forth. And, and that is what, what we're going to discuss today, how to make uh, marketing and sales work for your enterprise um, sales. And uh, let's maybe start um, with the, um, the question about uh, um, how... Um, today has changed actually enterprise uh, marketing and sales and how it, it is different from what uh, we see happening in small and mid-sized uh, companies. Um, well, first of all, thank you. We are trying to be best and uh, we're <laughs> constantly learning and testing and transforming. Actually, I will share a bit more about what's changed uh, on our end. Uh, so to start with, uh, yes, yeah, probably uh, good to sort of identify what we're talking about. Uh, like uh, before going even into change, what changes are in sales and marketing, we need to identify what's uh, enterprise customer probably is, right? And I'm actually yeah. not sure about formal definition. I probably should have uh, checked. But uh, um, in general, uh, enterprise customer is a customer with at least uh, 8,000 employees. Yes, and the rank is, is growing and it can depend actually on a region as well. I know as well that some countries, uh, sorry, custom, uh, companies identify enterprise customers based on their revenue. So it, uh, it could vary depending on, on a company, but in general, these are big, big, biggest mm -hmm. businesses we're working with. And obviously, sales and marketing is very different uh, in enterprise versus SMB because, well, first of all, because um, sales cycle is long and it, 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 it's, it, it's differently different because of how many people and decision makers are involved in this process from a customer mm -hmm. side. So obviously you have to interact with many people. Then the sales process and the purchase process on the customer side is defined as well. So you as an account executive have to navigate within a very complicated multidimensional environment, right? So, yeah. and then the, like the uh, purchase criteria are different and they are sometimes much more complicated. They have to be like very tuned to your business. Uh, etc cetera, etc cetera. so definitely the sales process and different and 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 uh, marketing as well because marketing enterprise is always an account based marketing so we're and it could be different tactic depending on types of customers but it's always an account based marketing no, no matter whether this is a new customer or it's an already existing customer for us mm -hmm. and obviously we as marketing need to you know, work in a long-term uh, play with those customers and build this relationship marketing and make sure that we have that multi-touch approach. And what, yes. what does mean account-based marketing? Does it mean that you market to a list of accounts or you um, focus on just a single account? How does that work? 
Yes, it means uh, it means that we are working with, uh, uh, you know, we're targeting and uh, uh, building our marketing tactics based on the and on a certain set of customers. And yes, it could be applied to a certain group of customers if it's the beginning of the of the journey for us. Yeah, if if, if we're penetrating unpenetrated customers, then it could be based on a group on certain mm -hmm. criteria, but then when we're moving forward and if we're working already with existing customers, we have different objectives to upsell, to drive usage, for instance, then we're working with a customer one-to-one. -one. So we're basically building a customized marketing plan for this customer. And it could mm -hmm. consist of, you know, something that we already have in the menu that we're applying based on the need. And it, and sometimes we're even creating specific uh, engines to drive, uh, uh, to drive the process together with sales. But I imagine that uh, such approach uh, requires quite a uh, deep uh, cooperation between marketing and sales. How, how that works for you? So is it in general possible that marketing can do it alone or, or sales vice versa can do it alone without like having marketing support? uh nowadays and and how yes, do you cooperate that's, that's uh that's a good uh, good point andres because i think that uh, this is again mm -hmm. one more difference between enterprise and uh and smb uh marketing yes because in enterprise we have to be very much connected and the more connected we are the more we win together uh absolutely i mean in 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 this case and in lo looking from the angle of sales and marketing in enterprise marketing cannot exist without sales and sales cannot exist without marketing right mm -hmm. because like uh, we know uh, i mean we don't have to prove the point that uh, not even the best uh, product uh, will be can sell without marketing effort right but on the other hand in especially enterprise i mean uh, sales uh, uh, effort are, are are pivotal because they have to customize they're going deeper they're proving mm -hmm. added value uh, they are orchestrating the whole process because the the uh, the sales process includes a lot of stakeholders external but as well internally so it requires uh, it, it's it's very much connected and uh, i think that they can they they should coexist uh, want to point out one thing. I mean, we all know that purchase uh, uh, buyers' uh, uh, behavior changed a lot. Yes, like internet enabled uh, like uh, uh, possibilities to educate yourself. You get advertisements. So yeah. basically, I think that Forrester says that uh, seventy-five percent of uh, sort of decision is made until sales gets in. It depends. I'm a bit critical about this number. I think it depends a lot on what you're marketing, what you're selling. You know, on the product. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like customers can be aware of uh, the product from other channels. So the role of marketing is growing now. Actually, we need to make sure that we are there in all the channels, that we have right messages towards the right you know, groups of customers and target audience. And then when sellers come in, uh, you know, customer is as prepared for sales conversation as possible. But they need to play together for sure. Yeah, I think uh, you just mentioned very, very important uh, aspect of of uh, marketing in the not only in enterprise but in general uh, in B two B sales. And uh, um, I think uh, role of the marketing is basically really to open doors for salespeople and to prepare to warm up, if you can okay. say it that way, uh, customers for the conversation. Right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, but this this kind of um, cooperation between marketing and sales has been always a bit of challenge right <laughs> uh, and and can can you share what are the prerequisites for your fruitful cooperation what what actually makes it uh, really uh, productive uh, in your case 
Uh, well, first of all, yes, this is an evergreen topic for any company, any country, any type <laughs> of business. And uh, you know what I would say that uh, um, open communication, open and frequent communication is very important. And uh, I think, well, this is my personal opinion that, you know, internal communication is as challenging and as important as external communication, but it's sometimes mm. uh, under you know, under-resourced even. So this is something that uh, that uh, company has to ensure or, you know, sales and marketing or sales and marketing leaders have to ensure that these uh, organizations and people in these organizations constantly talk together because we all have the same objective, right? We have mm -hmm. same business objectives. We have same customers that we want to win, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it, the communication is very important, especially during time of change. And I think that we all are, uh, going through radical, huge changes doesn't depend on the reasons behind, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, mm -hmm. uh, companies are either transforming their businesses or, you know, COVID impacts that, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to constantly communicate and be open for communication. And then when changes are coming, then you sort of have, you know, ready ground for, for, for that. So that's one, and that's very important, and it's not easy because it should be mm -hmm. continuous effort. And I'm not saying that we're, let's say, that we're there because new mm -hmm. people are coming, people forget. Even myself, I mean, even I have to uh, go through the same marketing content sometimes because it's so complicated now. And how can we expect that sellers would understand everything, you know, one mm -hmm. time? They might not even been there or read that mail, you know? So you need to be like really uh, ready to uh, for constant effort. So that's one. Another one, it's very important to, um, you know, plan and work together because when you you're doing marketing planning together with, uh, uh, you know, on the, on the even on the ideation stage, and then when you're going into execution, especially in enterprise when we're when we're talking about one-to-one -one, when we're talking about marketing mm -hmm. for a specific customer then obviously I mean marketing cannot build a silver bullet right so we have to build on insights we know we have and drive to to the segment but then segment has to you know point out those imperatives that we have to address mm -hmm. to, to, mm -hmm. to share what's uh, you know what's burning is it timely or not so we really have to to work together and make sure that we're relevant for our for, for our mutual goals right and our customers so that's one and i think you know what's uh, i mean this is might be a bit high level but um management has to drive by example especially mm -hmm. when changes are coming and you know when we went through our marketing transformational change and we're going we're still going through it so it's 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 like you know a long process obviously i've seen examples where managers did not accept this change did not agree with it and obviously their team uh, would not be eager to do that right so you have yeah. to make sure that if especially in a big company if uh, if we all agree that this is going to be our this is our change this is our strategy from now on we need to make sure that management shows, you know, how they embrace it. Then it, it makes things uh, easier, for sure. Walk your talk, in other words, right? <laughs> exactly, yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one okay, more, then, if, I, if, I, if I may, yeah. I just thought that sure. it might be, might be important. Um, you know, test and scale approach, that's what we're applying as well, because, as, uh -huh. I mean, the silver bullet does not exist. Uh, and uh, uh, sometimes... Uh, um, 
you know, what worked is not working anymore, or we can test something like in a form of a pilot and that scale it further. And for that, your organization has to be as well ready. You know, you have to be agile mm -hmm. to, 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 to be open to this experiment. And that is well connected to, to, you know, to the management and the culture of your company, because not all of the companies are open for experiments and ready to learn from either success or mistakes, you know, in, very often. But uh, maybe if 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 uh, like we can uh, look at at more specific examples. So when you did the planning, so I assume that it's not uh, uh, just an end, right? So it's probably it's just a beginning. Then you start experimenting. You are doing something. Then you're coming back with some you know insights, some feedback, and then something happens between you and sales team, right? When you're looking jointly at the results or outcomes. You making joint decisions, or or how that it how that works? Yeah, exactly, exactly. When we're doing planning, let's say we have uh, um, we try, and that's already part of our culture. And it's not like you know there's a guidance to do that, but mm -hmm. uh, um, we try to uh, you know identify those areas uh, which are either gaps for us, or you know like we know that this this kind of audience is still not engaged with, with Microsoft, and we want to penetrate it. Just a simple example, or or you know there are different uh, uh, like. Um, business dimensions that we would like to understand how to market and, and, and sell it, right? So during planning, we're trying to always identify a couple of those things that we want to test so that it's feasible mm -hmm. from standpoint of execution. And normally, like every period, we're launching something small. And sometimes it's, it's you know, like one campaign. Sometimes it's mm -hmm. uh, like the approach to driving certain types of uh, events, for instance. Then we, we test it and we have a privilege working in a big region, right? So we, we can test it in a small, in one country or with certain set of customers. And then if it's working, then we scale it further. If it's not working, then we don't scale it. And or we or or if it's not working, we try to understand like why it didn't work and maybe tune something and then pilot it again. So that that's an important, you know, mm -hmm. and feedback loops feedback loops should, should exist, right? So we, we're trying together uh, yeah. because we decided together. It's very important because we, when we plan together with the segment, yes, we, we decide together. We agree that we will be doing one, two, mm -hmm. three, four, and we will be trying or we will test this. And it doesn't mean that we will be successful, right? So then, then we yeah, we sit together, we discuss, and uh, um, since we do a planning for a quite short period of time, I mean, marketing planning, so we can adjust it every uh, semester, let's say. So now in, we're going into H2 check-in exercise where we will be reviewing like what performed well, what we should add, what we mm -hmm, should dismiss. Mm -hmm. That's again, by the way, very important not to, you know, do things <laughs> just because you've been doing them for years. I mean, it doesn't mean that they, they're needed. Mm -hmm. You're just spending time and energy there. Yeah, can you can you give a sense of uh, how much of your effort goes into uncertain things or new things or things you are testing versus effort which goes in things that you're pretty certain will work? <laughs> as as a manager, I am more invested into new things because mm -hmm. let's say business is usual and I have an awesome team who is sustaining it and uh, I mean it's already you know set uh, in, in the process. Uh, of course, I have certain check, uh, you know, points when we, we discuss results, etc. But I'm more yeah. invested into pilots, novelties, to make sure that, you know, we drive them in a good shape fast enough uh, and, uh, you know, get the, the right insights into discussions. Mm -hmm. So and would you say it's like 30-70 split? Like in terms yeah, of uh, No, it's, a, uh, well, I would say that, yeah, 70 into, into new, new things. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. And, and again, yeah, <laughs> what has changed? Because, I mean, you, you have been doing marketing uh, for quite a long time and uh, now whole world has changed. How that impacted the, the way how do you execute marketing um, and, and what exactly has changed in that sense? Um, you know, well, uh, like the change was big for us uh, from standpoint of marketing. We transformed mm-hmm. through modern marketing, as we're saying, um, uh, some time ago. And uh, now when the, the whole world has changed, we uh, happen to be, let's say, more prepared for it because we started this transformation much early. And not only in, in from standpoint of marketing, yes, but mm-hmm. as well for mm-hmm. many things. And, uh, uh, well, I'm not saying that we're there. And uh, I'm not saying that it was easy or um, mm-hmm. I, I would even say that it's much more complicated towards what we used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will try to, you know, sort of explain in simple, which, which, uh, which is not that straightforward. But, uh, but basically, when we're talking uh, marketing and enterprise, at a certain point of time, company uh, decided uh, or uh, admitted the fact, more other than that uh, the way we were doing, you know, generating leads uh, after every engagement, we would have a lead and then this lead would be surfaced to a seller. And then marketing what would do just uh, chase sellers for follow-up, mm-hmm. right? So and, uh, yeah. it has never been successful. I mean, we had super low conversions and uh, then sellers would say that uh, leads are not qualitative, fair point, absolutely. Then they would say that we're already engaged with these customers, come on. And I mean, that's a valid fact as well, because we're operating in the same, you know, group of customers when we're talking mm-hmm. enterprise. So it was like a, a sort of a circle. And uh, uh, when uh, the, the, this change was introduced, basically the company built, uh, um, went first of all towards this multi-touch when they said that, okay, in, in, this t- in this part of business, we just need to make sure that we are nurturing as many uh, contacts within an account uh-huh, as possible uh-huh. with right content, with right programs. We nurture them. We create this uh, sort of environment and infrastructure to be able to nurture them, to drive them from one stage to another stage. And then based on, you know, insights we're getting from these engagements, we can, you know, we can move forward. We can make some conclusions. We can uh, design next marketing workloads. We can bring insights and recommendations to sellers table. And at the end, it becomes a more, much more connected sales and marketing journey mm-hmm. because it's, mm-hmm. it, it operates within the same infrastructure, which is basically enabled by marketing marketing automation. I mean, marketing automation is not new now. Yes, I see that even small yeah. companies are using it and embracing it. But back then, when um, uh, digital, uh, sorry, global demand centers or um, marketing automation was introduced, it basically collected and connected all the marketing efforts together. We uh, n- nurturing of our customers and then automatically started surfacing recommendations and leads to different sales channels because we as well have different sales channels yeah so it's it's a it's a that, uh, does it mean connector. you just do like a scoring type of thing right as well as yeah so inside mm-hmm. of uh, of uh, of it so there is machine learning scoring yes and now we have only machine learning scored leads so there is no way that marketeer puts in an excel list you know and then uh-huh. based on some qualifying mm-hmm. questions says okay that's a lead so uh, it does not exist anymore. And then it automatically gates on the seller's table with contacts, insights, uh, even content that we offer to, to promote sure, as a yeah. next step. Yeah. And even some context, because if you go into insights, you see that, okay, from on this account level, there are different stakeholders interacting with this kind of content. And since we have 
uh, multi-dimensional business. Yes, we don't sell only one product. So for us, it's important to to see like where the interest uh, lies. You know, what's what could be next, or if it's a new customer, then it's totally you know different tactic. And seller does not start the journey from scratch. He already has some you know uh, some some things, some content some to history, start yeah. with, and yeah, some mm -hmm. history, and, and and basically then it's uh, then it's easier. I mean, from standpoint of how we're driving uh, then. Uh, GDC is the forefront of everything we're doing, but the tactics are different for different groups of customers, of course. If it's an uh, unpenetrated customer, set of mm -hmm. customers, then it's one thing. If it's already existing customer, then it's another thing. You mentioned GDC, which I understand is Global Demand Center. Yes. But can you talk a bit of what exactly it is? It is an organization? Is it software? What is it? Combination oh, it's, of both. it's combination of both. Yes, it's a, it's a, a, obviously it's an organization who built it. Then it's a, a, a technical part of it that enables uh, you know this work together. And actually, it's a you know we call it Martech, and uh, that's like one of the mm -hmm. things that uh, dramatically changed for us because uh, like technology becomes inevitable part of every uh, marketing step of every marketing thing we're doing. So basically, that that's it's a it's a center of all marketing efforts that that been done uh, centered again around the customer that allows us to collect, mm -hmm. integrate, mm -hmm. and then machine learning, uh, artificial intelligence, which is embedded there, allows us to, you know, to predict as to well. And, calls, uh, right. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, to spot signals, to predict. And then we have various scenarios. Then for marketing, it's one thing, for sales, it's another thing. So we as marketeers are looking into um, uh, you know, where we are with uh, this set of customers or with one customer, uh, what we can do next to move from one stage to another stage. Yes. And for sellers, mm -hmm. then they're working with the signals they're getting and they're working only with those signals because they're qualified, right? They're machine learning qualified or they're working with insights because they, they need to go deeper and understand, okay, what's like, how should I build next conversation with this customer? Yeah. But do I understand right that this multi-touch, what you mentioned, uh, approach means that you are going out with some certain activities and certain content just to kind of give away to the potential customers. And then you are listening and, and looking at what they are consuming and considering it as a signal, right? And then you Correct. basically see, okay, this piece of content and they kind of somehow... Uh, showing an interest about that or another piece of content and that helps you to determine how big is their interest and where they are in terms of their kind of uh, readiness to have a sales conversation and then based on that you kind of uh, enable sales activities or, or something like that. Correct and not only that it gives us understanding of uh, um, um... Well, first of all, we can analyze uh, uh, which uh, asset is uh, uh, most performing or not, right? So yeah. it gives us an opportunity yeah. to to do a much deeper and really comprehensive marketing analysis, right? That's one, and that's very important because we need to test and scale all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then from standpoint of sellers, yes, that's that's a connection. I mean, we can see that okay, this was an unpenetrated customer for us like uh, five months ago, yeah. for instance. Then we started. I started the campaign, then we started nurturing, then we see, okay, recommendation is coming and we see that, uh, you know, the amount of people interacting with this, with this content and we're starting the business conversation and then we're expanding the business conversation, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's like an end-to-end -end journey and uh, we can see like all mm -hmm. the insights on every step of it, what's important, what we didn't can, have. Can, uh, can you give us a bit of 
uh, insight on how long is this process typically i mean i understand that it uh, can be very very different why i'm asking i tell you just uh, from our experience when when we also were running a lot of campaigns uh, with the technology companies that uh, there is uh, a lot of uh, um unpatient you know behavior like hey we, we did the webinar let's immediately call these customers and try to sell which is not bad idea of course but uh, somehow we see that it start to to work less and less and less and uh, uh, we, we also feel that this nurturing this is a bit uh, you know requiring time and uh, uh, from your experience, how long typically that takes to to get really into the sales conversation? Uh, oh, it, it, yeah. I mean, I'm not even ready. I don't want to mislead you from standpoint uh -huh. of uh, you know because it depends on uh, even the the product yeah. and and um, the segment. I can check and 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 share with you afterwards just to for to share the experience. Like when we're, lo we're looking into unpenetrated customers, when it's a starter, then it's a faster mm -hmm. uh, lead time, obviously, because it's a starting conversation. Uh, it's let's say uh, easier to explain because we're we're beginning we are starting with essentials and basics, assuming that the, the knowledge is not that high. Yes, yeah? so then then moving to the next step stage is easier. But when we're talking about existing customer, of course, it's it's a different thing. And to your point about webinars and let's uh, let's reach out. I mean that could be uh, a, a case when you're, as I said, working with existent and you're grouping. Sometimes it's possible that uh, okay we have couple customers here. Who yeah. are who have uh, uh, you know um, same uh, business at this point, or mm -hmm. uh, or or sales team has the same objective. So we're obviously we're we're uniting, and then it's possible because it's already an existing customer. We already have relations. We know who we are inviting and why, right? And then we have in mind the the next program or. Uh, activity that we want to uh, propose, so then it makes sense. But when it's a it, it's a, a big activity scaled, when it's broad, I mean, it doesn't make any sense because yeah, like it, even if people joined, it doesn't mean that they understood everything. That's one, yeah. So we need to make sure. I mean, it's not easy, especially when we're talking IT, especially because we uh, we started uh, uh, you know driving marketing through BDMs now as well, because before for IT, it was only IT, IT, um, yeah. you know, IT audience, right? Or developers or security managers. But now it's uh, extended, yes, because pretty much all BDMs, they they uh, contribute to the decision-making. They are sometimes initiating purchase of, uh, of IT. So it's a, it's not very much different. And for, for businesses, it, it, I mean, you need to, in, to be invested, right? And uh, and you get a lot of information at the same time. So we need to make sure that they're getting in the system, then they're being nurtured, then depending on their interest, we're proposing more and more different relevant content. And then we can say that, okay, this this uh, person is ready for, for sales stage because he or she is probably aware and understands yeah, the, giving a what's the interest, and... exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But impatience okay. is there. Impatience is there. It took like, you know what's interesting? And uh, I'm not sure if I should share this, but uh, when we were driving, you know, when we were bringing those fast leads, you know, one yes. engagement, one lead, then nobody followed up on them. But then when we stopped, everybody started asking for leads. But it did happen. <laughs> it was happening like during maybe a year, you know, then, uh, you know, they, they, everybody started to get adjusted to, to the changes. But what are the key uh, metrics of your success nowadays, if not number of leads? What else? How do you measure yeah, well, that? that, that uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that changed as well. Obviously, that was part of, of the transformation. Uh, if we're talking, they're different. 
first of all, they're mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. uh, in, in enterprise and in SMB, and we'll talk enterprise. Uh, so now the main um, objective for marketing is to drive so-called marketing account engagement index. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. inside of it, it has different dimensions. It is number of contacts, number of interactions, uh, reach, and then we're tracking engagement. So engaged customers per are highly engaged per account. Yes, engaged, uh -huh. engaged customer, highly engaged customer. Well, we're when then we have we're looking at the whole base, of course, or, dif or different dimensions like by industry, or, or I mean, we can play then with this data as as as, as much as we're ready, or or uh, you know as much as you have time for it. But uh, uh, this uh, gives you know this collective view on how we are we as marketing are penetrating our customers with mm -hmm. marketing content. That's first. Then for us, it gives us a us, us as marketing opportunity to understand okay, which dimension of customers we need to focus on in the next period, because like, like you know, certain targeted uh, set of customers might not perform that well, right? So we need to strengthen this group or other group. And then we are bringing insights to sellers because like a very simple scenario, for instance, we see that there is a highly engaged customer. It means that, you know, they went through a long journey, not not only one one person from this uh, uh, from mm -hmm. this company went through it, and uh, there is no business with this customer or even no pipeline. Probably that's a clear uh, you know signal to seller that hello, uh, we have opportunity here, right? There is interest around it. And we have all this, all the, um, you know, all the insights collected in one, one mm -hmm. system. We can see what they consumed, what's the interest, which event they attended, what they read, et cetera, et cetera. So that's like a very simple scenario. But of course, when you're working with insights, you have to be, you know, you have to be ready that it requires much more time and effort because you have to go deep. You need to, you know, think how to build on them, how to connect sure. it with tons of different programs you, you, you can apply. So it, it, it's not, it, I'm, well, I'm definitely saying that it's much more complicated than what we used to do before. Uh, but I see that in time, we, we already see correlation between highly engaged and, and revenue business objectives. So in the end, it's paying today. off, right? <laughs> it does, it does for sure. Yeah. So maybe just uh, to summarize what we have discussed so far, uh, what would be your kind of top tips or recommendations for companies who would like really to go the same uh, direction and, and start uh, maybe, uh, you know, replicating your approach uh, for that? Um, I have some late tenants, not sure that's impacting you guys. Uh, well, it depends uh, a lot about where you are now. So if you're a big company mm -hmm. going, going, thinking, considering transformation, yeah, it's one thing probably. If you're small or smaller company, but you have uh, ambitious, uh, you know, goals and you, you would want to transform or start the journey in a modern way now, mm -hmm. that's probably mm -hmm. even easier. You know, I think that for companies who are starting in this world, it's much easier than for big companies to transform, right? Because I mean, habit is a big thing. <laughs> uh, but main, main tips from when, when talking about, you know, marketing and enterprise collaboration with enterprise, it's important to start working and talking. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I keep uh, highlighting this because it's not natural. I mean, by nature, 
salespeople think that marketing people are not part of their team or they're not <laughs> worth to talk with, right? I will give you one, just one small, small example. When I started uh, being marketeer in enterprise segment, I was sitting in enterprise and uh, uh, this was a decision of, uh, of our leaders. I was part of marketing team, but I was sitting in enterprise. And then after some time, uh, one account executive was super surprised when he found out that I'm part of marketing team. Like what? <laughs> and this was a, literally a very simple, but very, very wise decision, right? And uh, yeah, that's helped me build the, the collaboration much, much better. So that's very important uh, culture of uh, open communication and um you know test and scale test and scale constantly and try and think like what's what's better and and like really stop doing things that don't bring any results to to you yeah. don't you know you don't have to constantly overcome sellers over some impact if it's not impactful right so just give up and start something different yeah oh and and one more one more i'm sorry but very important marketing technology and it's not not because i'm coming from technological company. I think that now every company is somewhat a technological company, right? So marketing technologies, I mean, there's a huge variety of those and they can help you, you know, live better lives at work. <laughs> yeah, they definitely can help you scale and uh, to be more, more efficient. Yeah, that's very true. So thank you, Evgenia, for being with us and sharing. Uh, I, I think it was very, very um, was. insightful conversation. Uh, I at least enjoyed it. I, I think that our um, attendees and uh, audience also enjoyed it. We we don't have much questions, I think, this time. But nevertheless, um, it was really, really uh, helpful. So thank, thank you. you for thank coming. Thank you very much. Thank you, yeah, thank you very thank much. You. And, and, and thank God we are not competing with Microsoft in enterprise <laughs> space because I would be really scared. I mean, yeah. the stronger competition is, the more you gain. <laughs> That's very true. So, thanks a lot uh, for being with us, everyone. Uh, follow us uh, on LinkedIn and uh, use hashtag FryTalks to get more uh, on, on, on these topics. And we have actually a podcast, all these episodes available also as a podcast. Uh, so, feel free to subscribe and listen to us. And stay tuned. We have another one in two weeks, and uh, we will be coming uh, very shortly with the announcement uh, about the new topic. So thanks, have a great uh, weekend uh, and see you very soon. See you, bye-bye, thank you. Bye.